Welcome to the Outlaw Wrestling Podcast with your host, the Outlaw Michael Tomsick. And the Whispering Eagle. And we are missing one TJ the Old Goat tonight because I guess he got caught up in some other things over there on the West Coast. Uh, so we will not be having TJ the Old Goat on tonight's episode. So I want to take a minute, uh, Whispering Eagle, to talk to people out here in our podcast land and talk to people in our group called the Wrestling Club, the Outlaw Wrestling Club. And you and I have been talking about this, so I, I noticed a few more people joined today. But I'm encouraging people that listen to the podcast to come join the group too and encouraging you guys to join the chat room on Facebook under the Outlaw Wrestling Club and the Outlaw Nation chat room. Uh, with Green Eagle and I, we kind of live off you guys. We, we do. We The more you guys participate, the more you guys show that you love us, the more we want to do. Isn't that true, West Green Eagle? Yeah, yeah. That sure is. And I, I may need some advice, too, because I, I'm posting this out here, too, and I posted the question in the group. Uh, so I do post a lot of things from a lot of other groups and a lot of other sources. And though you guys are commenting and liking on those uh, posts, I guess other people in the group cannot see them. So I'm only seeing them like on my on my part when I'm posting and stuff. I don't know if that's because I'm the one posting them or what. Um, so I don't know if anybody knows if there's a way to show like the likes and the comments from all the posts that I put in the group and the posts that Whispering Eagle puts in the group. Because we would like to see your guys' comments. We would like to see that you're liking well, I, the post. I don't see any any uh, comments or likes or anything online unless it's because uh, unless you do it or uh, I haven't haven't seen any likes or something. We may have to go through go into our uh, go into our 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 work. You know the 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 little thing that they make for the. Uh, for the uh, admins, so they can control what's going on in in, in the um, uh, in the group. So we might we might have people uh, wanting to comment that may not be letting them or something, you know. So we'll have to check that out too. But. Well, I let everybody know I was sending a lot of invites out today. Um, both on Facebook and uh, Messenger and stuff like that. So um, even though you're a member of the group, you might have got a second invite to the group. If you're, in, if you're already in the group, don't worry about it. Um, it was just that it was a mass uh, invite to a lot of people. So anyway, today, Whispering Eagle, I wanted to talk about a few things that I put in the chat room that we were going to talk about tonight. So you had posted a bunch of stuff in the Outlaw Nation chat room uh, about AEW earlier. Uh, what was some of that that you were posting in there? The who? You were posting uh, some stuff for the AEW earlier in the chat room? Oh, yeah. Flying, uh, Flying Brian Pillman Jr., uh, his, his uh, uh, contract with uh, AEW has ended, so... Uh, he's no longer with AEW, and I heard that and from what Travis in our group said, uh, uh, Brian Pillman's uh, 
uh, was seen backstage, uh, and they, and they uh, was seen, and the WWE has interest in him, so we'll have to see what goes on there. Yeah, there's another person of, of interest. I don't know if AEW is looking at them too, but I know WWE is. It's a wrestler from Impact Wrestling named Nick Atlas. I don't know uh, if you, I've never heard of him. Um, yeah, I posted in the group earlier, um, but I know WWE is looking for him. He's supposed to be like a really good, I guess, wrestler. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know if the AEW is looking at him as well. I do know he was in I think I believe it was Impact Wrestling. Let me see if I can find the post real fast here for you guys. Um, but what other uh, fun news is going on in the AEW over there, uh, Whispering Eagle? Um, well, excuse me, mouth is full. Uh, Willow uh, won the... Uh, the Owen Hart uh, t- uh, title and uh, trophy over in uh, AEW is that tournament. Um, she beat uh, Ruby Soho uh, for, uh, for the title and uh, the trophy. And uh, I forgot what the guy's name was. The, um, he was uh, wrestling uh, um, uh, CM Punk for the title and the and the. Uh, and the trophy, and uh, he won, and he won it too. But I forgot Sparks is what his name is. Sparks, that's it. Um, yeah, I think that's what his name is, Sparks. Or, um, I have to check real quick. Hold on. Um, yeah, Ricky Sparks won uh, won the men's uh, Owen Hart uh, title and championship. I mean, title and uh, uh, trophy. So, uh, congratulations to them. You know, they had they had some very tough customers to take on right there, and they and they did. She threw she threw suit and Ruby Soho around quite a bit. You know. So now, with winning, with winning that tournament, do they get a shot at the uh, titles, or what do they get for winning the tournament? They get, they get a title, and they get a, trophy, a big old trophy. They'll okay. find a little about the size, almost the size of the, uh, of the hockey trophy, you know, the big, the big trophy that they get whenever they win the, the championship of the year, you know, of the season, you know. So... But so, yeah, it, uh, they get a big old trophy and a title. I'll say get like a, a title they can keep keep for winning the Owen Hart tournament. Uh yeah. But they don't get like for winning, they don't get a like a title shot against one of the champions or anything in AEW. I don't know about that. All I know is they got a title and the trophy. And I mean that's what they what they get. I don't know what else they get, but. It is pretty nice. It was pretty cool. They, I mean, they had a real good match. Of course, uh, Ruby's uh, Ruby's partners didn't come out to help her, so uh, she um, pretty much had to do it on her own. 
Well, that sounds like a really good. I know tonight on AEW Dynamite, they've got some uh, pretty good matches going. They're getting ready for their pay-per-view called uh, Blood and Guts. And I saw a few of the matches like the uh, BCC and the Golden Elite Collide. And did you see the the steel cage that they are going to use for that? It looked pretty ominous. Oh, yeah. That cage has been around uh, WWE. Uh, I mean, WCW used that cage. Used the cage much like that for war games. And they used to get two, like, they had like three factions in there at one time uh, in war games uh, during... uh, the WCW era. So, yeah, that, that cage has been around for a while, but it it is a wild cage. I really like that cage. But, uh, it's, you know, it, it, it's nothing like Hell in a Cell, you know. Um, last time they had something like this uh, on their show, on the uh, pay-per-view, um, MJF threw uh, Chris Jericho off of it onto the stage. So, it's definitely going to be a good match. If they allow them to, you know, with all the new uh, new uh, rules on the moves and stuff that they have to do, you know, so. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that before we get into some more of the matches. So, as uh, if you guys did not know, um, I posted this in a group a few days ago, and Whispering Eagle's been posting it in the group. We've been talking about it in the chat room a little bit, and uh, so... They put out a list of banned moves, and they also put out a list of approved moves. So just in your opinion, Whispering Eagle, what do you think the long-term effects on AEW this is going to have with them going to these type of rules? Well, you can't – well, you know, they said you can uh, – you, know, you can't surprise you – know, you, know, uh, you know, every move in wrestling is, is you know – Choreographed, you know. Uh, so what, what they're talking about on the moves is moves that they, that you uh, don't see coming, you know, like like uh, throwing them in, you know, like what's his name does uh, with them uh, throwing them in the corner, you know. Uh, Seth Rollins throws them in the corner, and uh, uh, he he injured uh, uh, Steve Warden. Uh, you know, who's uh Sting, he um he hurt him real bad doing that, so um I just uh I don't know. I, I don't I don't like the idea that they're that they're doing it, but I understand why they're doing it because uh, the company that, that that they are in cahoots with, which is uh Warner Brothers, uh, they want them to uh start doing more pay per views but it's hard to start doing a bunch of pay-per-views and people won't sponsor you because you have so much blood and, you know, damage to people, you know, and stuff. So. Yeah, there's deal with them. If you guys didn't know, A&W right now is in talks with uh, Warner Brothers about doing more pay-per-views through Warner Brothers. And I'm sure like what you're saying, Whispering Eagle, that there's some uh, talk from Warner Brothers about the way that the matches are in AEW as far as like doing some of the rules and stuff like that. Yeah. 
I just kind of wonder, do you think it's going to hurt A&W as a company down the road? Uh, I really don't know. I can't really say, but to me, I think it would because people like seeing those moves, and if you don't show people those moves sometimes, you know, people might lose interest in your show. You know, even WWE does. You know, they had The Undertaker, and he would do, uh, you know, he would do the pile driver and stuff like that, you know. So uh, I think that they ought to still, I think they ought to allow the, allow the pile driver and all those. But, uh, they, there's certain ways that you can do it. You got to make sure that the head ain't down below the, the legs, because that's what happened to uh, Owen Hart, uh, not Owen Hart, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. When Owen Hart uh, gave him a, a pile driver, he uh, yeah he let his head go down too far past his legs, and that's how Stone Cold got his neck hurt so bad, where he had to uh, force him to retire. So I can understand a lot of it, but you just gotta you gotta learn how to do the do the moves right, so it don't hurt people, you know. Yeah, is that you think that's kind of like um, I know one of the things you really like about AEW though is that you've you've said this before you kind of like the the roughness and the toughness of it, which is a little bit different than the WWE. Um, so I mean, are, as an yeah. AEW fan, does that turn you they're, off? They're, or, going from, they're going from the tough guys to WWE guys, you know. So I don't know. I to me, I like like I said, I like old school stuff. AEW was old school, and that made that makes the eagle happy, you know. And but you know, you got to go where the money is. And uh, Warner Brothers and them are, you know, the person who's with each other. They're going to be wanting, uh, you know, wanting to uh, call the shots too. So you know, I don't know. We'll have to see what what will happen, but. Well, we got one match tonight on AEW I wanted to talk to you, to you about. So they're advertising this tonight is uh, the FTW, FTW champion Hook versus uh, Jack Perry. I was wondering if you had a pick in that match and what your prediction would be for that match. Well, you know, everybody loves Hook. And Perry, knowing Jack Perry, they... They, they used to like him because he was a uh, jungle boy, you know, and and he just turned heels just not too long ago, and, and people people liked him at one time, but now he's turned into uh, an uh, someone like MJF, you know, somebody you just love to hate, and it sucks because I, I really like him. I wish they could, I wish they could uh, have a persona that they could come out as the persona and not uh, and not have to be a heel, you know, to be a champion, you know? Right. If you notice, every heel except for, I mean, every champion, like in WWE, with the exception of John Cena, has always been, and Hulk Hogan, has always been a heel, you know? They've always been a heel. That's because there's, a, my, my, like my friend told me one time, there's a, uh, uh, there's a, he calls it a, uh, oh, 
uh, what is that, um, curse, a, a championship curse where everybody turns into a heel as soon as they get the title, you know, so uh, Rick Flair, you know, Kerry Von Erick didn't go with a heel, but but if they gave him time, they, they didn't give him enough time, and uh, whenever Kerry Von Erick beat Rick Flair for the title, they didn't give him enough time to even change that turn into a heel, so uh, Rick Flair won it back not too long after he lost it to him, so, but, yeah, it, I don't know. I, I, I just I just don't know about what's going to happen in AEW. I hope it turns out good, but, you know. All right, well, let's talk about some of the few of these other matches for blood and guts on AEW that's coming up. We got the Blackpool Combat uh, Club versus the Golden Elite in the cage there. Do you have a pick for that one? Blackpool Combat Club. All right, and then we have MJF and Adam Cole versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. MJF and Adam Cole. Let's see. Okay, uh, what else do we have? It was all Ferrara is pretty good, but it's hard to beat uh, MJF and Adam Cole. Both of them are excellent wrestlers. And I believe we have, I believe, didn't they make a championship match uh, for uh, Takari Val, uh, uh, Tara Valkyrie versus Tony Storm? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's your pick in that? I think they already had that, didn't they? I, that's what I was looking for. I'm not sure if they had that match yet or not. I thought, they took, I thought she took her on the other night, but maybe she didn't. I don't know. Uh, might have uh, been. I want to go with uh, Tony Storm, even though I do like Valkyrie, but uh, I'm going to have to go with Tony Storm on that one. Looking it up to see if I can find the other matches. Give me one second here. Yeah, I thought they had that either last Friday or last Wednesday. I'm not. I know Valkyrie did did wrestle, but I'm not sure what, who she wrestled. Yeah, the only matches that I'm showing for tonight—that's the only ones that they have listed on the card. I know this probably can't be all the matches, but they just have those three matches that we talked about. The Blind yeah. Eliminator Tag Team Match, the FTW Championship Match, and the uh, the Cage Match. So um, I'm not sure what else is on the card for tonight, but you guys should check out Dynamite tonight. Ought to be a pretty good show. Are you, are you going to watch it tonight? Uh, which more, than, more than likely, yeah. It, uh, I, I may, yeah. So if more you guys, uh, since we're inviting people in Whispering Eagle, he may probably check it out. If you guys are into chatting with the Whispering Eagle or, or just hanging out in the chat room and talking about uh, the matches tonight on AEW, uh, just go to the Outlaw Nation chat room. Uh, look up Lonnie Willis. He is known as Whispering Eagle on the show. If you guys don't know. Go, you find the chat room and uh, say something so I know you're in there, but I got it set up on my messenger that whenever somebody so that, uh, says something that rings into my uh, rings in my ear thing, so uh, I know you're there and I can come and talk to you. You know, yep, that, I, I have it set up that way too. It also buzzes me over on my side, and if you guys yeah. can, 
Don't know. I mean, I'm the outlaw, Michael Tomsick, so you guys didn't I'm, know I'm that. Lonnie, I'm, I'm Westland Eagle, Lonnie Willis, and, and we're, we're, the, we're the outlaws. The outlaws of wrestling. Yeah. Hey, uh, Westland Eagle, so there's uh, kind of another subject I want to talk to. It doesn't really have to do with AEW, though. Um, it has to more do back going kind of towards WWE, and I want to. There's something that came up, and um, I want to talk to you. It's it's about the the Raw uh, heavyweight champion Seth Rollins at this point. I think you posted this either in the chat room in the group, and I I saw it earlier. Uh, I posted it in the group. Yeah. He, yeah. And I wanted to talk about the article. Deteriorating, yeah. I wanted to talk about that that post that you put in there. So, um, I've seen several posts now about Seth Rollins and uh, saying that he has been working injured in a back injury for for quite a while, and that's possibility that he may not be in the greatest health. Uh, So, I want to ask you with uh, them making this match with Finn Balor at SummerSlam, do you feel at this point that? the possibility of the the title changing hands. Yeah, into... I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. You know, uh, is that uh, you know Finn, Finn is wanting his title, wanting his title shot and everything, and and he's also uh, you know he's also wanting uh, uh, you know uh, you know he's just going to have his. And I bet you. What does, uh, I bet you Rollins will take some time off too, uh, uh, to do to, to take care of his stuff that he needs to get taken care of, you know. Uh, because I, I hope he does because it, it, it does it, it's smart and does it because I don't. But that way he has, if he's able to, his career can continue, you know. But look at Randy Orton. Randy Orton didn't listen to his body, and now his doctors are telling him, "Hey, don't wrestle no more." You know, right? But depends on, I don't know, but he may not listen to them either again. You know, so I don't yeah, know. There are there are like big rumors. Uh, kind of going off the subject, I asked you, but there are a lot of rumors about the return of Randy Orton right now as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and we've, we've kind of – I wanted to talk a little bit more about the Seth Rollins just because, you know, the injuries and this is being reported. He's going into he's going into SummerSlam. He, he's been quite carrying the card. But let, let's add a, a twist into here because we have, we have the Judgment Day now. We have Rhea Ripley, uh, who's the women's Raw champion. And if you guys didn't know, you also posted this in the group and in the chat room yesterday, Whispering Eagle. Uh, Dominic yeah. is now the NXT uh, North American champion. Yeah, he bet he beat Wesley on uh, NXT. So wow. now you have yeah, he fin- didn't beat him. His team beat him. His team he, beat him. Yeah, his team helped him. He um, didn't, he and didn't then beat him on his own. Now you have Finn Balor going up against Seth Rollins at SummerSlam, and you have Damian Priest holding money in the bank. So here, here's my question: Even though Damian Priest said he wouldn't cash in the money in the bank on Finn Balor. Let's just say Finn Balor won uh, the title from Seth Rollins. Do you think at some point Damian Priest would cash in on Finn Balor? Or do you think Damian Priest would go for a different title, like maybe the IC title, or possibly even go after Roman Reigns? He'd be good. 
which I see Aaron Roman Reigns, he'd be uh, wasting his time because, you know, he ain't spo- uh, they ain't supposed to lose their titles until Mania. So, uh, I say that, uh, that he'd probably go to uh, maybe the U.S. title. For Austin, you know? th- Austin Theory? Yeah. So you think he would cross brands and, and go after Austin Theory for the title? Oh, there's why. Because he's got his 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 crews on uh, Raw. That's right, up right. Well, they've uh, they've they've showed up. Well, now they've showed up on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. So I, oh yeah, well you know uh, the U.S. title is a is a is a, a brand title. It, it's it's a both brand titles, so. So he may, he may, you know, he may, may do that, you know. Well, it would be really kind of interesting because let, let's just, um, you know, I said they should do this with the bloodline a while back ago, and they never did. They went in a total di- different direction, but um, I thought they should have had all the bloodline holding titles. But it would kind of be interesting if all of Judgment Day were holding titles. If Finn Balor had the one from uh, Seth Rollins, had the Raw title, then if Damian Priest... Uh, either had the IC title, the SmackDown title, or the U.S. title. I, I think that would be really another and another possibility. I want to throw at you guys, and, and this hasn't been done. I don't think I looked it up in the history. You might know Whispering Eagle because you're like more of a history buff on the WWE than I am. Um, but my question to you is: I don't think has anyone ever cashed in on tag team titles? Um, no, not that I know of. So it could be a possibility. Yeah, it could be. I'm a, pretty sure that you can because that, that is a title, you know. So another possible. Yeah, let's throw another. Understand also that that Vince McMahon is the one that calls the shots. So the, uh, if you if you say, well, I'm going to go for the tag titles with my uh, money in the bank, he's probably going to look at you like you're bullshit. You know, you're not going nowhere with that thing except for. The world title, or you know, one of the other small, uh, other titles. Well, you know, I, so. I I would still throw this possibility out there. Of it would be kind of well, I don't know if they would do it now because Dominic won the NXT title. But what if Finn Balor and Damian Priest teamed up against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, or Finn Balor and Damian Priest uh, cashed in, or Damian Priest would cash in on. Sami Zayn and Finn Balor, that would still give Judgment Day all titles. It would just be that Damian and Finn would be tag team time titles instead of, uh, you know, I, I'm just throwing a possibility out there for the world to consider. Yeah, that's true. You never know, you know. It could happen. But I don't know. We'll have to, I'll have to do some research on that and get back to you on it. Um, because I don't know about the tag titles, you know. Yeah, it's kind of I'm, interesting. I'm not, I'm not sure that I like. Um, um, I'm not sure that I like the idea of them have, holding all the titles. Because look at what look what's going on now with Roman Reigns. He owns all the uh, Raw title, SmackDown title, and now. The new SmackDown title, you know, 
And that's just some, too many titles, you know. And nobody uh, else is able to have them because they won't get rid of them, you know. Well, I want to talk to you since we're, we also brought Roman Reigns into this conversation. So let's talk about uh, just uh, as a news amount announcement, if you guys do listen to the podcast and you guys are our fans, just to let you guys know that uh, SmackDown will not be on Fox this week. It will be on FS1. So uh, if you guys are looking for it on Fox, you won't find it there. So make sure you have to look through your channels and see if you get FS1. I did find it on mine, so hopefully I will get That's it. Fox Sports. You know, uh, Midwest uh, One is what that is. Yeah. Yeah. So what I want to talk to you about is is Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. We know they're probably they're going to meet at SummerSlam, but uh, on on Fox Sports One this Friday night, uh, which I will be in the chat room for it, is the Outlaw Nation chat room. You guys, if you want to join me, our Whispering Eagle, our the Co-conspirator, we'll probably all be there. Our Travis is usually there too. Um, if you guys want to join us, we'll probably be there Friday night watching this. But uh, what I want to talk to you about is uh, rules of engagement. What 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 kind of rules of engagement? I mean, what what is this thing going on with? Uh, I know they're going to put up the title Jay versus Roman, but what kind of rules of engagement could possibly? What what kind of stipulations are going to be for this? I don't know. I really don't. Uh... Um, I mean, what would you expect? Uh, I don't know. I thought maybe it'd be something Samoan, you know. Uh, you know, they, you know, how the Samoans uh, are, are, are uh, Islander tribe, and, and uh, you know, you never know uh, what the talk. Like, you know, he may be talking about uh, rules of engagement uh, the Samoan ways. You know, that would be kind of cool. Have a Samoan. Oh, that's too too bloody and too deadly. Can't have that. <laughs> Not on WWE. Uh, so, uh, so I don't know. I really don't. Uh, whenever he said the rules of engagement, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, old man? I just love the fact that he got he got super kicked right in his chops. You know, so that was so funny the other night. Hello, Michael. Yep, yep, I was just listening to you there, Whispering Eagle. I know okay. it's kind of hard because we're doing this remote for this week again. Um, but I was just trying to let you finish your conversation there. Oh. <laughs> and so, yeah, I kind of don't know what the rules of engagement are going to be either. Uh, but another thing on SmackDown I kind of want to talk to you about. So there was, there's been a lot of rumors and speculations about uh, the last episode of SmackDown showed the Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angela Dawkins getting in a limousine with Bobby Lashley. So now there's a lot of rumors about uh, maybe a Hurt Business 2 being reformed. Yeah, there's been a talk. Man, he's been talking about doing that uh, for quite a while now. And I'd like to see a big faction like that get going again uh, the Rock used to have a faction like that, you know, so. Um, that'd be kind of cool. I'd like to see that. Yeah, I think that's too. 
So I'm going to kind of go back and I'm back and forth here for a minute. So I want to go back to AEW for a minute. I know we're talking about WWE, but I, I just posted this article in the group and I wanted to get your thoughts about it. So uh, there are rumors and speculation right now that Tony Khan is thinking about, uh, we're talking about Dynamite tonight. It's usually a two hour show. Uh, they're talking about adding a third hour onto Dynamite. What do you think of that, Whispering Eagle? I don't know. Do they have the money to do that? I, I know he's a billionaire, but still. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good idea or not, for real. Look at look at SmackDown and Raw. Well, SmackDown, it, it only goes until 9 o'clock, you know, uh, for a central time. Uh, and then you got, you know, and you're not so bored, you know, by the time it's over. Yeah, maybe you know. Maybe they will hurt themselves because it, because it's going to be gonna, if they if they make if they keep making their matches uh, exciting and where people would want to watch them. It may be okay, you know. But I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens, you know. It'd be it'd be kind of interesting. I mean, there's that would be kind of a. a... I don't know. I, I'm with you. I don't know if I would. I haven't really been tuning into Dynamite on Wednesdays, which I probably should more often. Well, you ain't got a choice. You got to go to church. So it's hard to do when you got to go to church, you know. Yeah, I usually go to church on Wednesday nights. So that's one of the reasons I don't turn in tune into the AEW Dynamite. Um, but I don't know. I, I just don't know about expanding out to three hours. I mean, I guess if they have the roster to do it, and they will help uh, get more people on TV um, uh, and get and make the AEW more money and get it uh, more fans out there, um, then I'm all for it. Now, if it's going to turn out they're going to add that third, third hour and it's going to bomb dive the show, uh, then I would not be for that. You know? Now, what I would do is I, I would look for ways to make more fans than WWE has, you know, and try to try to kick WWE's butt in the ratings. That way, WWE would stop taking out uh, uh, places would uh, say, "We don't, we're, we're, we're uh, no, 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 we can't do that to them." Look at their ratings and look at yours. We're going to have to. We're going to have to go with them on this, and you'll just have to find some other place to put your venue, you know. Um, right. Oh, you're talking about because the WWE has been blocking yeah. AEW and events. So you think if, if they got if they added that third hour and they got better ratings and they got better reviews and more fans, then the, the, the places that booked the venues would look at AEW more than WWE? Yeah. Is that kind yeah, of what but, your, your but, thought but is? Problem, but the problem is with that is, I am, you know, 96.4% of uh, WWE's uh, fans are uh, five, to, uh, 5 to 10, you know, 5 to 10 years old. And they can't, and AEW, if they keep going with the blood thing, they can't have that 
that small, you know, the small guys taking, you know, uh, wanting to be, you know, have, you know, have the small guys as fans, you know, like WWE does. That's where WWE makes a lot of their capital is by uh, making the little little guys happy, you know, the little boys, the little girls, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, so you're saying like the age difference between the WWE fans and the AEW fans could have a, a right. an impact on on that decision as well. What I'm looking at right now is AEW fans are like the ECW fans. Remember ECW, the original old ECW. There was there was blood every night, just about. But like like um, like Big uh, uh, Ray said, uh, if you're gonna bleed, make it make it for a good reason, you know. Because um, uh, even in the ECW, when they bled, they didn't bleed just to bleed, you know. But sometimes they did just to make the, you know because that's what it was extreme championship wrestling they didn't they didn't hold a hold off they they cut it, you know cut themselves in every horse you know but still they uh, uh, but they they weren't looking for a, uh, young fans they were looking for the adults you know heck um, um, this is how extreme it got um, what was his name. Uh, Oh, he was Cactus Jack's best friend, uh, Terry, Terry Funk. He was wrestling uh, uh, Raven, and Raven uh, dropped, dropped him, uh, you know, dropped, dropped uh, him right onto a chair and busted his head into some angel. Blood pouring everywhere. And you know where he went? Right out in the audience, bleeding like you wouldn't believe, and he's sitting there holding on to his, to, his, to the audience. That's one thing ECW don't want their wrestlers to do right there. Is whenever they bleed, they don't want them going back out to the audience. So what what they're doing now is like whenever uh, John Moxley comes comes the back way in through uh, the crowd into the ring. He can't leave that way if he gets busted open. He has to, he has to uh, uh, leave uh, up the ramp, you know, like everybody else. Um, and another thing, they can't drink. They, they can't. Like you remember when MJF the other day took a bottle, a jug of water, you know, or a cup of water from a little kid or a soda, and uh, dumped it, you know, and. The little kid, uh, is, that's another thing that they're not allowed to do now is take food and water from uh, from the audience uh, participants. You know, unless it's been set up set up first. You know, but but there, there's a lot. They they got there. There that's a couple of the rules that I do that I do uh, agree with right there is. Uh, them doing something like that, you know, but with everything else, I don't think I would want to be in agreement with it. <laughs> well, what do you think about this story coming out about uh, CM Punk leading a talent meeting ahead of the July 8th collision? Uh, he's holding a what? He held a meeting ahead of the July 8th collision. 
Well, I don't know. It's a story that's coming out that he he held a meeting on it. I I don't know, like I don't know if Tony Khan should really trust CM Punk. Um, but the, there are being reports that Punk led a talent meeting ahead of the July eighth episode of AEW Collision. Uh, word of the meeting didn't make it to those who weren't there or tend to perform on Dynamite per SAP. Uh, a large part of the meeting centered around how Collision had stood apart from Dynamite. As what? How it stood apart from Dynamite. Oh, yeah? Well, it, it, I think, if you really want my opinion, uh, Collision is better than Dynamite in my book. It really is. It's a lot better. Like I said, I don't know personally myself if I was Tony Khan, if I would really like the idea of, of uh, considering the fact how the history with Punk has gone down, I don't know if I would really like uh, Punk in there holding meetings with my uh, entertainers and stuff like that. I, I think, uh, Tony Khan, I have some outlaw advice for you. First of all, we'd love to have you on our podcast and our show, Whispering Eagle, would love to talk to you about uh, – AEW at any time we've we've called you out multiple times, but I yeah. think if I was in the shoes of Tony Khan, I I just I I just can't grip my teeth to say Tony Khan, you should allow CM Punk to be in there uh, having meetings with your entertainers without knowing what he's saying to these right. other entertainers. You know, he could be. You know, uh, you're right. Collision has been. Uh, on an upswing since it started, it, it started with like 800,000 uh, viewers. Then it did drop down to like 500,000 views the next episode, uh, but then it bounced back a little bit. And there's been a lot of uh, grave reviews about uh, AEW Collision on Saturday night so far. So I would really hate to see, um, I just hope in my personal opinion that CM Punk is, is doing positive things for that show and not negative things. Yeah. Well, so far, uh, you know, you have to re- we have to remember this, okay? CM Punk has a fan base, whether, you know, and, and, and most of those fans, that fan base loves CM Punk. They don't want him to go. They want him to stay. I mean, there's people out there that was actually still, that still had signs saying, 
CM Punk. We come here to see, see CM Punk. And we come here for this, we came here for that, you know. So, uh, CM Punk does have a, follow, have a following, you know. And it's not just a Chicago following or, uh, or Canadian following. He's got other places in America following, you know, and everything. So, uh, but, uh, it all, you know, a lot of people hate him because of what happened with him and the elite, you know, and, and I think that, that was a bunch of crap there, you know, they all should have been terminated, you know, but, but hey, that's what happens in backstage. You know, I had a, whenever I, I had I had a joy of having a chiropractor one time who literally uh, worked on Andre the Giant. Literally, he, he, this guy this guy specialized in working on big men, and and I was a big guy, you know, um, you know, uh, two hundred two hundred twenty three pounds in high school, and uh, and he. He just he could crack your back now. I'm telling you, but he uh, he got to work on Ric Flair and all. Now he met Ric Flair. He I mean, he invited uh, uh, what was the hacksaw Butch Reed, uh, you know, uh, to his house for dinner. I mean, he, he I mean, that's how now in he was with the wrestlers here when they came to Springfield and. Uh, that's back in the NWA territory days, of course. But he uh, he had pictures and everything like that. But he would tell me that one time he was backstage and uh, and uh, they were uh, they were they were fighting. You know, and they uh, they were getting, you know going over their their, their moves and stuff uh, before they before their match and. Uh, one of the wrestlers comes back there and goes, man, I'm going to get that boy next time. I'm going to get him, man. I'm telling you right now. He goes, well, what, what, what happened? He goes, he hit me too many times, you know, because they actually do hit sometimes, you know. They have to make it look real, so sometimes they do they do hit, you know, but they pull the punches. I guess this guy didn't pull his punches that many enough times. and Boy, this wrestler was coming unglued. He was ready to... He's ready for fire, you know. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it, it happens, you know. Real fights do happen, and that's why I why I didn't look down on them whenever they were fighting, and everybody else was looking down on them. I don't because it actually happens backstage. I mean, that's how it happens. Just, you know, that's that's what happens with with uh, with professional wrestling. And yeah, the real feuds, some real feuds and stuff sometimes brew up and it, it explodes in in unknown places. Hey, uh, right. hey, Whispering Eagle. So I have a. I want to switch back to the WWE and ask you about this to close, kind of close out the show with it. Talk about it. So the WWE fans have really been complaining about uh, Raw's commentary problems, and so they brought in Titus O'Neil uh, this Monday Night Raw to be a commentary on there and it exploded on Twitter after that. Um, and the fans are, com- are complaining not so much about Corey Graves, but the, the other, uh, commentator on there. And I was just kind of curious what your thoughts on were on, uh, the possibility of 
replacing uh, or, or if you think Titus O'Neill would return to a commentary position uh, with Corey Graves and replacing, I guess his name is Kevin Patrick, is who the yeah. WWE fans are really complaining about right now. So I kind of yeah. wanted, I wanted your I, thoughts on that. I never really care about what the, what the announcers were. The only two announcers I ever really liked, like and liked to watch, was Larry uh, uh, the King Lawler and uh, and the one that's on AEW right now. Uh, oh, um, oh shoot! What's his name? Uh, Oh, good old JR. When they were together, man, that was the best time to be had on, w, on WWE. You know, because uh, Jerry and the King Lawler, when the girls come out, they go, puppies, puppies, like that, you know. And, and, uh, and oh, uh, good old JR, you know, he come back with something, you know. They were, they were just a hoop, you know, but now... It's, it's just not, not not fun anymore. So I just don't pay attention to the to the uh, commentators hardly anymore because they don't really. The only one that really got my got my attention, and he's and he's actually not a commentator. He's actually a football player, and that's uh, the guy uh, that uh, that they brought in to fight one day. Uh, what's his name? Um, um, Patrick, or what I think that's his name, Patrick. Um, he he was he was a commentator for a while, and then then they uh, they let him go uh, go, and he he does his own podcast and everything like that. I forget what his name is, though. Um, but he uh, he fought the Miz and defeated the Miz, I think, and. Um, what was his name? He was a he was a WWE commentator. Um, I'm not sure who you're talking about. So he was he had a pay per view. He literally was on a pay per view and, and fighting. Uh, I think the Miz in the pay per view. Or you're talking about Champa Champa? No, he was a commentator, not a wrestler. No, uh, I can't remember right now. He, so. he, he was a former place kicker. For football, oh, for uh, you're football. talking about Pat McPhee. Pat McPhee, yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, he's actually a great announcer. I really like him. Yeah, it's, mean, it's too bad. He signed a really good contract with the, with the, with uh, ESPN. Hey, well, uh, I want to make a few announcements here as we close out. Uh, my announcement is, you guys, this is one we don't really talk about. Uh, but it is called the AAA. It announces the card for their Triple Mania. Um, if you guys want to check that out. Um, there's also um, some Impact Wrestling news as Jox Alexander, I guess, in Impact may have some uh, news. Um, there's also um, – a name coming up, I don't know who this is, it's called Idea Drunk Vav. Uh, wants to fight Carmelo Hayes in the NXT for the NXT title. Uh, Baron Corbin is supposed to do something on uh, NXT, or he did something on NXT. It says facing himself. I didn't catch NXT, uh, but that's kind of a, a news story. And then um, 
you guys know that Monday Night Raw, I actually am going to close out with this this one, uh, Whispering Eagle, because I think it's quite interesting. So Becky Lynch on Monday Night Raw accepted a match against Zoe Stark. Um, and here are the conditions of it. If she loses, she has to get on one knee and tell Trish Stratus, thank you, Trish. And if she also loses, she agreed that she would tattoo, thank you, Trish, across her chest. Now, yeah. I don't know. I, I just want to ask you, do you think if Becky Lynch loses, she will keep her word and do these two things? Um, I'm hoping that it's not uh, that it's a fake tattoo. But, uh, yeah, I think, she'll, I think she'll keep her word. But I also heard that she's needing uh, surgery, too. So they might hurt her enough that she... Uh, that she uh, has to be out for a while, so you know. So that's I heard she's made. She's gonna be needing some surgery here pretty soon too. I'll be damned. I found a grasshopper in my house. Awesome! <laughs> don't, yeah. don't kill it. Let it out. Well, anyway, um, besides your grasshopper, and uh, I kind of think that Becky Lynch will probably beat Zoe Stark, and they'll go to they'll go ver- Trish versus. Becky Lynch at SummerSlam, and if Becky Lynch is going to leave, it uh, probably will be after SummerSlam that she takes some time off. I don't think yeah. WWE is really going to want to have Becky Lynch, uh, even if it was a fake tattoo that she could remove. Right. I don't think they would want uh, Becky Lynch to have this tattoo across her chest. Well, well, I, I really, you know, it's yeah. kind of kind of interesting when they have these like really weird stipulations. So there is one they, other. They really got hurt also uh, at a house match. Yeah, and, and I saw a post on there that she said she was okay though. Yeah, she said she's okay, but she's still limping when she left. You know, so they said they have to wait until the swelling goes down before uh, to make the uh, make a true assumption, so or uh, a true evaluation, so. Hopefully, hopefully she ain't destroyed, you know, so. Yeah, I think that's still going to come down to. We could talk about uh, Bailey and Io Sky. I think there's going to something happen there if Io Sky. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor a while back ago. I don't know how true the rumor is. But they were going to have a failed attempt. Like, whenever Io Sky cashes in the money in the bank, uh, they're going to actually have her fail, and she's going to lose. She's not going to win the title. Because wow. because the women so far have been on a hundred percent winning streak for every woman that's held the money in the bank, they have captured the title. Yeah. And the, the second part of that rumor is I heard whoever had the men's uh, money in the bank, who is Damian Priest, uh, would actually have a successful cash in. I don't know. Again, these are just rumors and speculation. But um, I th- I think uh, with Io Sky, I think she's really going to have to watch out for. Uh, Bailey, and also I don't know when uh, if I've heard any news about Dakota Kai returning as part of Damage Control as well. So um, I don't know when her return would be. Um, anyway, you guys, we're like down to the end of the show. I've enjoyed the great discussion with you today, Whispering Eagle. I enjoy uh, talking uh, with all you fans out there in Outlaw Nation chat room and the Outlaw Wrestling club and i enjoy all you guys that listen to our podcast out there uh please keep coming back you guys can check out some of my blogs at mtomsig.com i just want to say become outlaws because you are wanted we love you brothers and sisters 
Instead of grandpas and grandmas and moms and dads. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. Have a good one.